So if you imagine a Broadway show on in New York and there it's like a sound of music and you're playing the lead, how many people do you think they're going to have audition for that amazing role? So the same is true when it comes to your speaking. They want you to audition for who's going to have that keynote. So how do you actually audition for this position? So how do you turn your business into an actual brand? Well, my name is Bijal Patel and I've had 13 years of corporate experience working at big Fortune 500 companies and I'm taking all of that juicy firsthand experience and have brought it into my company launch. Within this podcast, you're going to learn about branding, vision, identity, mindset, and how to scale your business to the next level. So let's go ahead and own your brand. becoming a paid speaker. So I actually was just talking to somebody about this who had attended my content conversion workshop. And I think the guy is a literal stud, has the best story. And I've said this before, it is literally your most painful setback is going to end up becoming your keynote story. And there couldn't be anything more true than what this guy shared with me. And he was asking me on the call and we were kind of examining what's his content all look like. And he's getting a lot of opportunities to speak and people are raving about it. But how does he actually turn that into becoming a paid keynote speaker. So I want to share these quick tips with you because you're going to be able to action on these items. I also want you to understand the frame behind it. If you understand the frame behind how things work, you're going to get there so much faster. And the question I asked him is like, yo, do you want to go the baby step 2x way to get somewhere? Or do you want to go the quantum leap 10x way to go somewhere? There's completely different feeling that ends up happening when you go the 10x way, which is, you know, quoted from this, all this 10x stuff is really from, for me, is from Dr. Benjamin Hardy and his book, 10x is easier than 2x, but there's also Grant Cardone that uses it. But there's a real thing that's different about when you can expedite something. So I know for me, I have spent well over, I mentioned this in a previous episode, 300k of assets of money, of capital to into coaching programs so I can learn from mentors and experts that are ahead of me. I'm not exaggerating that number. The reason I want you to know that is where else could you be taking the long 2x route every single baby step, every little mistake, every little hidden pothole you're stepping into because you're making excuses, honestly, about I'm not ready yet. I don't have the money yet. I don't have the funds yet. Well, I've got too much on my credit card. I've already taken loans out on my last investment. You can go that route and you can go this 2X baby step, gonna take forever route, or you can listen up and you can like start to understand the frame I'm teaching you today and take the 10X route. So if you want to become a paid speaker, pay attention. If you can, re-listen to this when you're not in the car or working out and then take notes on this. This is the frame I gave him. When you are not being paid to speak, which is still an honor and is awesome to go be able to flex your muscles, learn how to speak, learn how different presentations, for example, should you use a set of slides or not use a set of slides? Should it be something that's very aspirational and visionary or should you make it really tactical? Should there be a literal CTA to pitch something at the end or should it be in the middle? Should you drop a QR code or not drop a QR code? Should you invite people to do exercises while you're speaking or should you save questions for the end? How do you time yourself? How do you pace yourself? What should your energy look like? 
Do you ask for callbacks from the audience or is that going to end up taking too much time? Do you ask for engagement? There's literally a million ways to skin this to say, how should you approach what your speaking is? So getting any opportunity to speak when you're first starting out is absolutely awesome. And I just want to take a minute to highlight that because I don't want you to get confused by this. There is a saying in the speaking circuit that says speakers speak. Speakers speak. And the point behind this is to say, if you want to become a speaker and amazing at your craft, and I just got to meet and hang with Garrett Gunderson, who is literally one of the best speakers I've ever heard deliver a talk in a room. I was just inspired by his energy, his level of inspiration, his ability to raise the energy level in the room and make us all laugh at the same time. So he brought us to vision and he left literally all of us changed in our mindset and where he left his impact with us. It was absolutely stunning. So if you get to check him out on YouTube, you absolutely should. I'm inspired by him. And he taught me a certain things as it relates to speaking, which I'll share with you guys in a minute. So when it comes to that, you want to take opportunities, especially when you're first starting out. But when you're moving into, hey, I want to get paid. I've already done a bunch of you know free speaking events. I haven't really made any money from it. And I'm noticing it takes me away from my business. It takes up time. It takes up energy. I have to go travel. Then you might want to start looking at how do I actually get paid to do this? When you're in the speak for free, get your name out there, build brand awareness and start to build a following. When you're doing that, this is how the conversation looks. It's usually the guru approaching you directly. Hey, would you come speak at my event? It would be awesome to have you. I think my crowd would love you speaking on XYZ. Sometimes it comes from them seeing your own posts about you speaking. They invite you to come speak. Or like it's happened for me many a times, I just got invited to speak by being on a podcast. So I was on a podcast. Apparently that podcast episode did really, really well. And a lot of the audience was like stimulated and interested and curious by it. So the person who hosts the podcast asked me to come speak at her event. Somebody else from a podcast asked me to come write in his article. He sends out a memo on a monthly basis. So he asked me to do an excerpt from it. When you're invited to do something for free, you're still building what your awareness looks like. And that's how those conversations look. Now, when you're moving on to getting your keynote talk or you're getting something that's actually where you're getting paid, it turns into you dealing maybe sometimes with the guru and the person throwing the event directly. Other times, if it's a really big event, you're actually dealing with the event coordinator. And the mindset shifts in that. And the reason is the one that we first described where, hey, come speak at my event, that's more like, hey, I would love to have you. It's more edifying. It's more complimenting you. You're just excited to get yourself out there. It's more friendly. When you move into this thing where you're talking to the event coordinator, now we're when money exchanged hands, now we're talking about something where there has to be an intention and focus. The way I put it for this guy on the call so that he could understand it is that, you understand when an event coordinator or a really big time person is throwing an event, they have to make a decision of who takes their keynote spot and they have a limited budget to expend on their speakers. They have to have some big names come out there because without the big names coming out there, they're not going to sell the tickets. Literally not going to sell the tickets. So the big names who have the big personal brands end up getting the 5, 10, 20, 30K or more of speaking fees because their names and following literally attract people to buy the tickets. 
Hey guys, just taking a quick break here. I wanted to say I'm so grateful for you tuning in to today's episode. I hope you are loving it. And if you wouldn't mind, I would greatly, greatly appreciate if you could leave us a review, like, subscribe, share this with a friend or somebody that you work with, somebody who's on your team. If you think it'll help them, I would be so appreciative to you. All right, let's get back to it. So that's one thing that you want to know off the bat. How is your personal brand doing? How do you come across? And are people going to buy this person's tickets by seeing your face and your name as somebody who's going to be at the event? So that's, first of all, your first point of negotiation. So they are literally looking at you as you are auditioning for a part in a play. So if you imagine a Broadway show on in New York and there it's like a sound of music and you're playing the lead, how many people do you think they're going to have audition for that amazing role? So the same is true when it comes to your speaking. They want you to audition for who's going to have that keynote. So how do you actually audition for this position? Well, you want to have a speaker bio. You want to have some type of speaker reel that's a composite of everything that you've done that's really exciting, kind of like a sizzle reel that shows how do you speak? What's the energy you carry? What's the important messages that you deliver? What do your stories sound like? What do people from the audience actually say they receive from you? Because at the end of the day, the event people are there usually to sell something. It might be a ticket to their next event or it might be to one of their products. Are they selling the next event? Are they selling their master? mind, their coaching program, a front-end product, or what are they selling? So there's a reason that that event got put together. So you need to get an understanding of what is the actual intention and goal behind that. That's what gives you negotiation power. So when you go to audition, you have all your materials set up so that they understand when they quote unquote hire you for the gig, which is pay you your speaker's fee to come to the event, they get an understanding of what are the topics you can speak on? How does that align with their audience and what their audience wants to hear from? And then how are you going to help further their cause, whether that's sell the next event or sell their program. So you have to be really cognizant that you're doing two things. You may or may not be allowed to actually sell from stage when you've already been given a speaker's fee. So you got to understand that if you're somebody who has a back end that you could sell, if you're already given the speaker's fee, a lot of times that is in exchange for you not pitching the audience. So the host might offer to speak and sell on your behalf from the stage just on top of the speaker's fee, or they may have a hard policy. Please no like outright pitching at this event, but I'll talk you up on the side or you're welcome to stay and be a part of the audience and answer questions at our dinners and our mixers and everything else we have going around the event. So that's an enormous opportunity for you to continue to network, grow your brand following and be able to convert people into whatever you're selling next. So I wanted to be able to leave that with you so that you can start thinking there's a friend-to-friend exchange and there is massive value in this. Don't get it twisted. Uh, and then there's also another opportunity for you to get paid for your keynotes. But in order to do that, you got to get your game. You got to get your game on. So just like you wouldn't go to a job interview without a fresh resume, a new suit, looking put together, and now you've got to have a portfolio or some social media that makes you look attractive to that potential employer, just like you wouldn't do that, 
You're not going to approach an event coordinator or a big time person who's throwing an event without having your bio, your speaker kit, your headshots, a sampling of what your speaking actually looks like. What was the audience's response to that? And, you know, somewhere between two and five topics that you can actually give a keynote on so they can immediately think about you in their mind where they can slot you. Because if this event is not the right one for you to be at because of based on the rest of the speaker lineup, they're going to be throwing another event and they might be able to slot you into a future one. So I was going to tell you what Garrett Gunderson taught me about speaking. And he's had innumerable speaking coaches and has made so many investments to make sure his speaking style is absolutely phenomenal. And getting to hear how he started in his comedian career and what he's up to now, which is so exciting. I asked him a question. Hey, when I have been speaking at events, which I am so excited, my goal for 2024 is 20 speaking events. And I have booked close to five already through April. So it's absolutely just insane to watch what the growth looks like. And I told him, hey, sometimes I end up running out of breath or I end up getting this like cough. And how do I prevent myself from losing my breath? And he told me literally simply it's a posture issue. And he's like, instead of leaning forward and, you know, trying to speak into the audience, make sure you lean back so that your throat doesn't end up like your actual voice box doesn't end up crunching on itself, which is what ends up causing the backup in your throat and the, some of the cough stuff to end up happening. So I ended up trying that at a recent workshop that we did in Nashville. It was so cool. I had my breath the entire time. I had my voice afterwards for a three or four hour mixer. And I went to an event literally the next day and did not lose my voice. So that is the ninja trick. Try it yourself. Shoulders back, nice and straight, and speak from your throat rather than your chest. And I can't wait to hear how that works for you. I hope that helped you. If you have any questions at all, come find me on social. I love engaging with you guys. If you need help kind of solidifying what that keynote topic looks like, that is literally so easy and so fun for me. So hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. It's at Bijal, B-I-J-A-L dot launch. And if this provided you value, I would love it if you left us a review. I absolutely love seeing it because getting feedback makes us better and stronger. Have an amazing day and remember, own your brand. <laughs>